Hey, my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and my job is to help you understand that life is more than checking off boxes and living up to others' expectations. I want you to know that you're enough just as you are right now in this moment, even if the world says you're not. So thank you for being here. Do me a favor and hit subscribe and let's get on with the show. Today's episode is all about getting closure after a relationship ends. This is a topic that comes up a lot. And unfortunately, we do things that actually cause us more harm than good. A lot of times we have a belief that closure comes from someone else, that they give you closure and you expect them to make sense of what happened for you when in reality, relationships don't always make sense, especially the end of one. And the expectation that it's going to make sense, that you're going to be able to understand everything that happened and that someone else is going to give you that closure, that expectation is going to cause you more pain. When you expect or demand closure from someone else, you're just not going to get what you're looking for and you're going to end up wasting so much time. People don't have to give you the why. They don't have to explain what happened why it didn't work, why they left, why these specific things happened. And chances are they don't know why themselves. So for us to try to expect them to give us that why, to give us that closure, that's almost an unrealistic expectation from someone else. I know this because I fell into that trap once. Um, I went through a breakup several years ago and both of us needed closure I felt responsible to give him the closure that I thought he needed. And I tried to explain what had happened from my perspective. And honestly, I think I made it worse. I'm not sure if my words were confusing or if he was hearing what he wanted to hear, but either way, everything got twisted and turned. And I was in a spot where then I found myself trying to explain my explanation and I had to defend my position and it it was it was difficult at one point i was grasping for something to say like a way to explain it in a way that he would understand and i just picked the wrong phrase like i was just grabbing things out of my mind and i grabbed the w- wrong one and that opened a whole new can of worms and i didn't even mean it the way that it came out like i just chose the wrong word and then i was ugh, it was a mess you guys it was a heartbreaking mess And I truly had good intentions of trying to explain things and trying to help, but I really just made it worse. But that experience taught me that even though what was very clear in my mind and made perfect sense to me, it didn't to him. And it wasn't that he wasn't willing to or wasn't able to understand what I was saying. He could understand my words, but it wasn't sinking in. It wasn't emotionally connecting with him and he wasn't able to receive it. And I also realized that when I'd been so focused on answering his questions and trying to help him through this or make it easier on him to help give him the closure that he needed to move on, I'd been neglecting myself. I needed closure too. And there was so much left unsaid that I knew I would never ever say. And I knew I'd never say those things because I realized I couldn't. And from the way that things had gone during our relationship and after it was over, it was very clear that he didn't hear me, like really hear me. 
And it wasn't that my words were falling on deaf ears or that he was rude or, you know, it wasn't anything like that. It was just that we didn't communicate in the same way, both outwardly and inwardly. He could explain away or wipe off things or think they were small potatoes or say, well, we've already talked about it, so it's fixed, but it wasn't. And there was just a disconnect. That was part of the problem with the relationship to begin with. And regardless of what I said, I couldn't give him closure. I finally had to step back and step out and own and recognize the fact that he is a fully functioning adult. He is completely capable of figuring this out on his own, and he needed to find it for himself. He was going to have to find a way to work through this in his own mind, just like I do, and just like you do, and just like all of us do. We have to figure it out for ourselves. And I knew that he wasn't going to give me the closure that I was looking for either. Like I couldn't ask that of him because he didn't have it to give. And that's not saying that there's anything lacking with him. It's just, we're two different people. So own that fact. When you have a relationship that ends, go ahead and take a step back and say, they can't give me this. They can't give me the closure I need. I have to find this for myself. I'm going to share with you the steps that I took to finally have closure after a breakup, and you can do them in any order. You can do them all at once. They kind of work together as you go throughout this process and just do whatever you need to do. Hopefully these will be some good tips for you. I had so much left unsaid and those things needed to get out, yet I knew I would never say any of it. So I wrote them all down. I used a good old fashioned pen to paper method. I didn't type it. I wrote it. I put them in my journal, but you could write them in a notebook so you could burn it later. You could just, you know, whatever sticky notes, whatever you need to do, but allow yourself some time to actually write out those things as if you're writing that person a letter. Let everything out. Say all the things that you want to say, all the times that your feelings were hurt, the questions that you have that are unanswered, all of the why, how could you, all of those things. Drop all the F-bombs you want and all the hate-filled words that are on the tip of your tongue. Let yourself ugly cry while you write. Don't hold back any words or any emotion. It's also okay to write about the good times. Chances are there were a lot of good things that happened during the relationship. You can write those out too. Just make sure you're writing. Get that out there. There is something special about the connection of pen to paper. I actually prefer pencil, but whatever you do you. You don't need to worry about spelling or punctuation and you don't need to make sense. Just let that out. And for me, this wasn't like it was one and done. I wrote as often as I needed when things came up. And sometimes I knew that because of things going on in my life, I'd kind of had to suppress some of those feelings for a minute. So I would schedule some time when things were mellow, like on a Sunday, and I would just sit down and start writing and let it all come out at that point. And the reason that you do all of this is we get so good at suppressing everything that we feel. And we don't allow those things to get out. And therefore, they stay there. They sit there and they fester. And it's like, you know, the saying where the final straw, you know, lands on the camel's back or breaks the camel's back, however that goes. That's what's happening. You're collecting all of these feelings. You're keeping them there. You're trying not to feel and you're trying not to let any of it out. And 
it stays there and it gets stuck there and it makes us physically ill. It makes us emotionally ill and mentally ill in all these different ways. And really what you just need to do is let them come out and let them come out in a way where you're not apologizing. There's no apology for the way you feel. You feel how you feel and it's okay. So along that note, I also had to realize that the relationship was truly over. We couldn't still be friends. I see so many people who are trying so hard to still be friends with this person who just broke their heart. And it's okay to not do that. Like you don't have to be friends with someone. You don't have to be enemies. There doesn't have to be hate and and all of that in between the two of you. But at least for a while, allow yourself that distance and that time to heal. That may be something that you can do later. You can be friends later, but allow yourself the emotional and physical distance. You don't have to talk to them on the phone. You don't have to answer every text. Give yourself that space and give yourself permission to not pretend that things are okay. So sometimes it comes up where maybe you have kids with that person. You can be polite and respectful, but you don't need to have family dinners and combined birthday parties if it's just too hurtful. I think sometimes we try to stay friends with that person so that maybe over time we'll have little opportunities to subtly throw in some of those things that we know are going to be left unsaid. But in reality, those things that we still have in our heart that need to be said only work when the relationship is going. When one of you has pulled the plug, you have to let it go. Forcing someone back into a relationship or trying to emotionally blackmail them to come back in and try this one more time, it just prolongs the inevitable. Something else that can be helpful is to be patient with yourself. Those feelings are real and they're raw. So don't apologize for the way you feel or try to suppress what comes up. We've talked about that a little bit, but also don't rush it. It's okay to take some time to heal. It's not about getting over your feelings for the other person. You can't just snap your fingers and make everything okay. At the same time, failing to work through it will keep you from the closure that you need. I met an individual who hadn't moved on after 19 years of being divorced. And he had carried that into other relationships and he'd been married a few other times, but he was still so angry and hadn't had closure from his initial marriage. I met another person who after 34 years was still hanging on and didn't have closure from that relationship. It's okay to let yourself live too. The fact that something happened to you, that you were hurt, that things weren't okay, that this relationship ended, and that you're still working through this process of closure, it doesn't need to become part of your identity. It doesn't need to be something that's permanent. It's something that you work through. It's something that you have patience with yourself and you continually try to get past and know that it's just going to take some time, but don't let it become permanent. That's a choice that you have. Also recognize that it's okay for the two of you to be different. You are in different places in your life. The end of something doesn't have to mean that you're not good enough or they're not good enough. There doesn't have to be something wrong with you or wrong with him or her. Just because it ended doesn't mean someone's broken. It just means you're different and that's okay. 
you can learn from this relationship. There are always lessons. Did you handle things in a way that you wish you hadn't? You can't take that back, but you can learn from it. One of the things that I've learned in a lot of different scenarios, actually, in my life is that I fail to act more often than not. That is something that causes a lot of problems within my relationships. And I might be surprised by a comment or a behavior, and I don't really know how to handle it in that moment. So I don't handle it. I don't say anything. I don't bring anything up. And I kind of pause. I hate to have a knee-jerk reaction. I hate that. So I wait to try to figure out what's going on for me. What was that trigger? Why was I, you know, why did I react in that way? And I let the moment for standing up for myself pass me by, or I allow the opportunity to explain the fact that, you know, what you did just really hurt my feelings. I try to figure it out so much that I fail to act and I kind of overthink it. And I do come up with what the trigger was. I figure it out. But by the time I bring it to them, it's like, it's, it's past the point of opportunity. It doesn't matter anymore. Sometimes I never bring it up again because the moment's gone. So not acting is also an action and it teaches people how to treat you. Maybe you're an overreactor. Maybe you jump the gun too quickly. Regardless of what it is, you can look back on those things and start asking yourself, is that how I want to react in a situation? What can I learn from these things? What can I learn from that relationship? And that can be a guiding force for you. That can help you in the future as you go. I know that sometimes you wish that he or she would show as much pain as you feel. And in truth, you're never going to know what they're feeling. Even if it seems they've moved on, you don't know what's going on in their heart. And don't let that keep you from finding closure. You can't control how someone else reacts, what emotions they're outwardly exhibiting, or how soon they move on. Just know that what sometimes what we see isn't always the truth of what's going on. I see people who jump into relationships so quickly after the next one ended. My hell, I've done that myself. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But recognize that you don't know what they have gone through to get to that point. You don't know where they are. And trying to focus so much on them and their activities and what they're doing and who they're seeing and how they're taking someone on this amazing trip and they never did that with you, whatever the case may be, you don't understand what's going on for all of that. You don't know how much of that is a facade. Just focus on you. Let them go. Stop focusing so much on them. What they do is none of your business. What you do is your business and will help you move forward and get closure. Something that's been really helpful for me is to let go of the need that the other person tell me what happened or explain to me what went wrong. Hoping for an explanation isn't going to give you what you need. And it's doubtful that it's going to be the whole picture anyway, and you can't force them to do some self-reflection and give you what you want. To be real, would they ever truly be able to explain what happened good enough? I mean, they might come up with an explanation. They might be able to tell you what happened, but is it ever really going to be legitimate enough to explain away why they hurt you? Probably not. And in reality, I've had a couple of experiences where their aha moment was actually 
kind of insulting to me. One time I was listening to a heartfelt self-reflection moment and he was telling me that he'd finally realized what he'd done wrong and he was so sorry and he was ready to support me in my career. And I was like, um, thanks. But of all the things that you could have chosen, that was the bottom of my priority list. How about the fact that you despise everything about me and who I am and you've tried over and over again to change me into someone else, that might have been a better place to start, just saying. I mean, I don't mean to put him down, but I'm trying to prove a point by showing you that for him, this was a big deal. It was a huge reflection moment as he realized he had not been supportive of my career. And to me, it was small potatoes in the overall picture. We were done. And It was kind of insulting that that was the thing that he came up with that was supposed to make a change. And I guess that's another thing. It's okay to feel insulted. It's okay to be in a place where you're like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Just because someone offers you an explanation or they offer you some, an aha moment that they have finally come up with as they've done some, some self-reflection it's okay. And it's good for them. I'm grateful that those people are doing those things because hopefully they're learning and moving on for themselves and into their future relationships. But that doesn't mean you have to give them that other chance. The truth is, and the bottom line, my friend, is that you don't need closure from someone else. If their decision or behavior was hurtful to you, no words will truly take away the pain. No explanation will be good enough. And the bottom line is you hurt. Let it hurt. Let yourself feel it. Just don't get stuck there. Most importantly, get good with you. Get honest and real. And until you know why you made the decisions that you made in the moment when you made them, you won't be able to have closure. You wanted to be wanted and respected. You want to matter. And chances are you weren't being treated right throughout the relationship. There will be both good and bad memories that will come up. Let them come up. They don't need to be a saint, but they also don't need to be the devil. Recognize that there were those good and bad times and both are okay. You can appreciate the good and learn from the bad. Just make a commitment to yourself that you'll acknowledge what you learned and not carry the same patterns into the next relationship. That's what you're going to do to be able to have closure. You'll learn from those things and not fall for those tricks again. The closure that you need is inside you and you have it there available to you. It's about learning and others can't learn for you. They might be able to teach you. They might be able to show you a way. Other people's perspectives can change your life. Hopefully you've been able to get some information throughout this podcast, but bottom line you have it in you to change your life and to find the closure you need. You don't need to look for it to come from someone else anymore. All right, my friend, that is all for today. I hope this information was helpful to you. Please do me a favor before you go and hit subscribe to the show and I'll be back next week. 